Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And today uh, there was a Nintendo Direct. And we got to see the new Dragon Quest Monsters game, which was surprising. Yeah, it was surprising. I really didn't expect that at all. So whenever it popped up as uh, like showing the the Dragon Quest monster, uh, I actually thought it was 12 uh, showing. I I didn't expect because it was really dark and it had monsters and kind of the purple swirly stuff. And so I didn't expect them to show uh, monsters this early and uh, right after the announcement. So uh, I was both really excited and slightly disappointed. (laughs) Oh, see, I thought it was I thought it was Infinity Strash because we already know that's coming. And I just as soon as I heard like the first like one and a half seconds of the music, I was like, ah, like literally uh, yeah. like at, at work because I was covering all this stuff over at Screen Rant, like at work in the chat. It was just like all caps ah, for me because I recognized the music. But I was like, is this Infinity Strash or what? And then whenever it showed um, a little bit more there at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is this is definitely Dragon Quest Monsters and got really excited about it. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. It looks great. And I'm personally excited. So for people who have missed the Nintendo Direct, uh, the trailer's up right now. Uh, I have like a PR thing um, that has some details on it, but it's nothing um, necessarily that uh, wasn't shown during the trailer. But we do have some info. So if you want to, I'm sure if you missed the Nintendo Direct, you care more about that info than maybe just our opinions on stuff. So um, it's Dragon Quest Monsters. The Dark Prince is the official title is coming out in the West, uh, Nintendo Switch exclusive, uh, for now at least. For and now, yeah, expect it, is, it to be uh, mobile and a couple others. It is coming out December 1st, this year, yeah. 2023. So less than two months after Infinity Strash comes out, which is honestly surprising for me that, that number one, we have this game that we didn't know like even existed until last month. And then now we have already have a release date. It looks pretty much completed and it's coming so soon after infinity strash. Not that I'm complaining. I mean, this is like fantastic news for us and everybody else who loves dragon quest. Yeah. And I'm, I'm stoked because it looks like, uh, like you, like you and I had talked about a little bit earlier has sorrow as the, uh, as the main character. And, uh, at the very end, you get a, just a very quick look at the hero from four also being in it. So I really like that, uh, this one is going to, to cover kind of from the villain's perspective, uh, and we'll see how he goes with, uh, the hero being in the game, maybe as an enemy you have to fight, which I'm, I'm excited about. 
Okay, so I actually have some thoughts on this. Um, Sorrow being the protagonist, Sorrow being the main character, it really excites me. Sorrow is my favorite Dragon Quest villain. Um, I, I think whenever we did like our deep dive into Dragon Quest IV a couple of years ago, I talked about how awesome Sorrow was, and I thought he was just a very well-developed villain. Mm-hmm. More multi-dimensional than a lot of Dragon Quest uh, main villains are. And right. so... Very excited, love Sorrow, love this idea. The part that does confuse me, though, is that... So Sorrow's a kid. I mean, the Dragon Quest Monsters games, that's like a tradition. Like, you Mm -hmm. play as a character who's a kid. Um, The thing that I thought was weird is that when it showed DQ4's hero, the hero did not look like a kid to me. He did not. No, he looked like an adult. Which I'm like, so we have some time travel going on here? Like, how is this going to work? And I don't know. I'm intrigued, but... The hero did not look like a kid, and if Sorrow is a kid, then the timeline doesn't quite match up. And I get it's Dragon Quest, and you know, monsters games don't have to necessarily be canon with what's in the mainline game or whatever. But it's right. still that—that that was still one of those things that really jumped out at me was that the hero is not a kid too. See, and I didn't even—I didn't even see uh, think about it being an adult versus the kid. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I wonder what they're going to do with that. Also, interestingly enough, uh, the Japanese stream uh, for it gave it the uh, gave it a three. Dragon Quest Monsters three. Um, so this which yeah. confirms it as like the third entry following after you know the first Monsters game and uh, what is it Terra and Kobe's Terra uh, and Kobe, yeah. And so I thought that was interesting because we have had we had Caravan Har and then we had all the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like a spinoff of a spinoff. They did not keep that in here for the states, which I guess is to avoid confusion uh, because yeah. I mean, that's a big gap <laughs> between, <laughs> between having a, a th- smack and a three on something. So I get that that could confuse people. And I guess also people who see it as their, if this is their first monsters game, the business strategy there. Is, right, of oh, not picking th- up one in the series, middle yeah, of the series. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, it's got a three on it, so I'll have to play the the first two b- before I get this one, and they're trying to avoid that. So I do understand that. I mean, it's a, they did a similar thing with DQ8, when DQ8 mm-hmm. released in, in PAL regions. They didn't have the eight on there um, for this reason. And so I, I did think that was interesting, though, that they actually cared enough to slap a three on it in Japan. Like, that seemed like a pretty big deal to me and that and that this is being treated as like this very um as like a true dragon quest monsters game follow-up like next entry kind of dealio yeah it and it's strange for me that they with doing three on this one that they kind of disregard caravan heart it's it's like i don't i don't i don't know like why that one wasn't uh given a number and this one was yeah, I. I mean, I, I know, know we never got it in the states, and I don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. But I know that like there's an English translation for it uh, that I've played part of, and I mean, it's not a bad game. I just don't know why people why they why they would ever uh, not include it. It's strange to me. Yeah, I I don't know either. I'm not sure. Maybe that's a question we'll find out one of these days. Or maybe if you're listening and you know the answer, you can tell us. Yeah, maybe you do. That'd be awesome if you do. I I thought that too, that it was kind of weird that 
they just skipped that one. But I, I looked it up, okay, just to see how long it had truly been because <laughs> I couldn't remember. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters 2, which released over here is Dragon Warrior Monsters 2. Mm-hmm. Um, the initial release date for that was 2001. Yeah, that, that's actually a little bit later than I thought. I thought it was like 98. Yeah, see, I, I thought it was like the very uh, late 90s as well, or may, maybe 2000, but still. Uh, it released in North America September 15th, 2001. Japan earlier that year, March 2001. Um, and then right. different versions released in Japan since then. But uh, but yeah, so that's been 22 years uh, from number two to number three. So that's a pretty that, huge gap. That is crazy. Uh, I, I can't believe that. And then in the U S we didn't get the remakes of them. Like I had talked about a couple episodes back where I found out that there are three D remakes on the three DS of dragon quest monsters and dragon dragon quest monsters two, uh, and two combines the two separate halves, the Terra and Kobe into one game, uh, where they were originally released as, as two separate games, kind of like Pokemon, but to get on that Pokemon train. Yep, they had to, and Pokemon apparently train. it didn't work for them. Woo woo! It's we're awful, and <laughs> the uh, but yeah, it's they did they we didn't get those either. So it's like even in Japan, yeah, absolutely, it makes sense to list it as three because they've been within the last ten years, uh, probably way sooner than that because I didn't look up the release dates of the three DS ones. The three DS ones were like twenty fourteen, um, and then. The, there were iOS mobile ports that only released in Japan um, that released at some point since we've been doing this podcast because yeah. I vaguely remember mentioning it. Um, but yeah, it's been it's it's been a couple of years at least since the mobile ports happened um, yeah. for these games. But but yeah, I, I I don't know the reason for the numbering, but I still think it's cool. And again, it makes me it does make me wonder. Like, what's the deal with DQ Treasures? Like, what, like, what happened there? If this this started as a monsters game, and then they were like new spinoff, and then now they're they're releasing a real Dragon Quest Monsters game less than a year, not not quite a full yep. year, just just a couple of weeks just, shy just of under, being, yeah. like like eleven days shy of being a full year. They're releasing a new Dragon Quest Monsters game, and so it does make me wonder, like, what's the uh, like what happened there? Yeah, it it's it's very strange how they did this. Like I don't I don't know. I would love to be able to hear some of the internal like reasoning behind why they made those choices, why Treasures was moved from a Monsters game and then a a simultaneously developed Monsters game was going on with Sorrow. I don't know. I I'm I'm really curious about that. Yeah. But Either way, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Um, I think I've already seen. We're recording this, you know, day of. All all of mm-hmm. this news is really fresh. So I've seen a lot of people asking uh, in comments and me personally on Twitter <laughs> uh, what happened with the DQ3 remake, the 2D HD remake. And I guess really my answer is going to be what we discussed like a few weeks ago. It's uh, it was just announced too soon. It was one of those COVID games where it was like, look what we're working on, and it was yep. the 35th anniversary, and they wanted to get people hyped, and so they showed it off, but it wasn't anywhere close to being done. Um, right. And I really think that's what it is. And even with monsters, I know I predicted monsters to come out later than it is, 
But even with Monsters, I still think uh, DQ3 Remake is going to be like a sometime next year game. Like, I don't think it's going to... I think it's coming, I think, but I still think it's going to be next year. For sure. Yeah, I, with with the way that we're looking at it now, with having seen absolutely nothing, there's no way it's this year, especially with Monsters coming out this year and Die coming out this year. Oh, yeah, like I don't expect it to be out this year at all. No, I, just no, mean no. That, I just mean that I don't expect it to be later than next year. Oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah, with it being a COVID game especially. Like I think I think next year is the is the year for Dragon Quest Three Remake. So if you're really looking forward to that, um, I would say that's when I expect that to happen. This was this was shown at a much bigger Nintendo Direct. Um, mm-hmm. What were some What were some highlights from the Nintendo Direct for you? From the Direct itself, I I know you weren't a fan of the Star Ocean uh, HD two D uh, remake, um, but Let, it's okay. <laughs> Not to interrupt you there. <laughs> okay, yes. Here's my thing: Star Ocean. Uh, First Departure R, I thought was a really good remake. It's great. Um, we we knew that Second Story R was on its way. Uh, I don't think we discussed it on the podcast, but I think you and I were talking about it because yeah, I can't it, remember it, where we talked about it. They got added to like SE's um, website or whatever a while back, so we were chatting about that. But I I thought it would look more like the First Departure R style. And my yeah, I did too. My whole thing is that like I don't. Like every Square Enix remake does not have to look the same. And I get that this one looks a little bit different and I do like the extra depth here, but I'm just like, like I get, I get really, really sick and tired of people and Square Enix being like, every remake must look like this. And I'm like, right. It, like at some point, like that look stops being special and stops being cool at all. And it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, like every game does not have to look like this. Why does every single remake of an older game, especially Second Story is my favorite Star Ocean game. And so, like, yeah, I'm I'm super pissed about this, actually. Like, I'm, I'm mad about it. And it's releasing on my birthday this year, which just feels like an extra, like, stab in the heart. <laughs> it's like, hey, Austin, guess what? Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you all have the other remake of star ocean second story if you wanted to that's on about evolution yeah evolution evolution uh second evolution yeah it's uh i started it the other day uh because i haven't i'd never played it and uh it's interesting i like it but uh i'm i'm just kind of dabbling in stuff until final fantasy 16 gets here uh but i did start it up and uh it's it's kind of slow, but I kind of expect that from older uh, like Vita PSP games sometimes. That's the thing is it's like it's a PSP game. Uh, Evolution is I don't have a PSP. Um, I guess there are other ways to play it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I just I really like like Second Story on PS1 back in the day. Like that was really um, that was like my first Star Ocean game. Mm, and... Gotcha. It's just, and it was really good. It's one of those that I've played since, and I thought the story holds up really well. And um, it's it's the one that I would always rank highest uh, with the Star Ocean series, and I played them all. And so, I I don't know. I I'm not excited that it's a new style. I was legitimately excited for Second Story R, and then whenever they just went into like what has since become a crutch. Um, mm. of, of releasing it in hd 2d i'm just like yeah and i yeah like it is killed all, like any kind of excitement for me like i'll probably this went from being like a, okay i'm gonna buy it day one whenever it releases 
to like, yeah, maybe, maybe when it's on sale or like if somebody gets me like a switch gift card, some like an eShop gift card and it's on sale, I'm like, I'll pick it up at some point probably. See, that kind of, that kind of amazes me as much as you were looking forward to it. I'm, I'm really amazed that that particular choice has uh, ruined, like you even wanting to get it at launch. Yeah. I I just, I think you underestimate how much I am sick of that style. (laughs) I think, I think I do. Um, I also was really excited about the Super Mario RPG remake. Um, I've been playing the original on, uh, actually on Wii U and uh, on my 3DS with uh, virtual console stuff. And it's so good. Like, it is really, really good. And I'd forgotten how much I loved that game until I really started it again and how much fun I always have with it in the battle system. And seeing that they're putting it on Switch with uh, new animations and and all that is very exciting. Uh, I do kind of wish, and I understand why they do it, because it's so beloved and remake it for a new generation of people who really, it's a very hard to find game nowadays uh, because it was still back in Squaresoft days before it was Square Enix. And I understand why they're remaking it, but honestly, I kind of wish they had made a sequel to it. Like all I could think of while I was watching it is like, yeah, I've been playing this. Uh, there, there are some ways to get it. And I was like, I would like to have a uh, sequel to Legend of the Seven Stars instead of a remake. And I didn't think I'm excited for it, but I didn't think I would have that reaction when I finally saw a remake. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I'm kind of the same way. But also it's just like we, we live in an age of remakes now. And I get yeah. it. People get way more excited over a remake of their favorite game than like if that had been a sequel people would have been like oh it's really cool but because it's a remake of a game they played when they were a kid they're way more excited for it and um like i mean don't get me wrong using sentimentality as a marketing strategy (laughs) is very working real really well right now for basically everything yeah but it does it, it that is something that i've just like i have become very uh irritated and jaded about just in terms of for everything, video games, movies, TV shows. It's like everything has to be a, a remake or a reboot or yeah. whatever now. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I think, I think it looks fun. I think it looks good. Um, it's not one of those games. I mean, I love the original, but it's not because it's a remake and everything. Like, it's not one of those games I'm going to buy anytime soon. Like, if I ever buy it, I don't know. Like, it's not, it doesn't really do that much for me. Um, the 2D Mario side scroller looks yeah. fun though. Oh man, uh, I am super excited for that. Uh, mainly because of Elephant Mario they showed. Elephant but Mario, yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about that, and I love 2D Mario games. And so seeing a new one, and the animations look really, really fun on this. And if this really is the end of the Switch life cycle, and they uh, like everybody's talking about with the Switch Two, Switch Pro, something else coming out next year, being announced later this year. I'm really glad that we got a what looks like a really good new Mario game that looks as good as it does on the current generation Switch. It looks really good. Like, yeah, I, I'm also like Elephant Mario. Yeah, outside of Dragon Quest Monsters, I think Elephant Mario was probably the highlight for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like, um, Elephant? Mario? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, I'm cautiously optimistic about uh, the Peach game. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, And the uh, Luigi's Mansion stuff. I mean, it's very clear that they're like, 
now they're cashing in on the success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, where it's like all of these individual characters are going to get spinoffs or remakes of their spinoffs or what have you. And I, I think that's really cool. Like a, a Peach a Peach game sounds fun. I just hope that, I just hope it's a good Peach game. I hope it's not something dumb. I don't remember if it was for DS or 3DS, but it's uh, DS. Super it's, Princess Peach is really fun. It's the DS like, game where she rescue she has to go rescue Mario and Luigi. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's a I, I really like that one, and I'm excited for the Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon remake um, because I never got to play it on the 3DS, and Jennifer and I had so much fun with the last one they came out, like third three. I can't remember the name of it now, um, but the the Luigi's Mansion 3, I'm really looking forward to the remake of 2 so that we can play it together on the TV. Like, that's what gets me about it, because I've heard that Dark Moon is really, really, really good. Oh, really? I I played Dark Moon when it was when it was new, and I didn't think it was very good. And I feel like I've heard mostly bad things about Dark Moon. Really? <laughs> See, yeah. I've heard really good things about it. So that's why I was excited. I don't I don't want you to ruin this for me, Austin. Don't don't be BJ. Don't be the one who just just looks at the downside of everything today. Um, I, but yeah, I'm excited about that. And I hope it's good. Um, well, dang. Way to ruin my October. I'm sorry. Any other things jump out at you from the Nintendo um, Direct? I don't care anything at all about Pikmin. Uh, though oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for anyone out there who who likes it. Every time I see one of those, they don't look fun. They look obnoxious to play more than fun. And it might be fun uh, in the actual gameplay. But man, when I watch those videos, it's like, this is not making me want to play it. Uh, I don't know what it is about it that really really just doesn't click but i see it and i'm like oh no i don't think i think i think pikmin is pretty niche um, yeah and I, i'm basing that just off of someone who um works at a video game website but also sees data from a lot of video game websites that right. exist out there yeah and see the kind of like views and interest that pikmin games stir up um and i i don't think you're alone in not being too excited about Pikmin. And I also think it's maybe why um, they didn't focus on it very much. Um, Like I, like I actually expected a lot of Pikmin four in this Nintendo direct, just because it's about to come out. Right. And and that was kind of like what they mentioned um, whenever they first announced the Nintendo direct for today. And so I thought that like it would, you know, I thought that that would be a big part of it. And then it wasn't a huge part of the direct not nearly as much as I expected. And so I think maybe Nintendo also realizes that. <laughs> maybe so, because like I actually was amazed at how much of the direct it had. Uh, because... Well, you have to, here's something you have to think about is that in the last like year and some change, every first party Nintendo game, um, like Xenoblade Chronicles three, I guess really started it. Like everything's yeah. gotten its own uh, specific Nintendo direct. Just That's true. For it. But Pikmin yeah. four didn't. Instead, it got like six minutes <laughs> of a direct. I, mean, I guess that's true. That that in terms of of looking at the rest of the first party games, but uh, but yeah, it was. I, and it may be like I said because I really, really uh, have zero interest in it. But uh, but yeah, I'm just not interested in it at all. Um, what else stood out to you on there? Um. Nothing really. Like this wasn't a very exciting direct for me personally. Um, yeah, Dragon Quest Monsters. 
has got me excited enough to get through the day. <laughs> like, like seriously, I'm very excited about Dragon Quest Monsters. Like, like even though I thought the rest of the direct was just kind of meh, um, yeah. Dragon Quest Monsters was a pleasant enough surprise that this was like a good direct for me just because I really liked what I saw of the game. I like that we have a release date. I like that it's Sorrow. I like that it has yeah. connections to 4 because 4 is is one of my favorite of the mainline games and so just like I, like that was enough to really uh, like carry me through it like a lot of the other stuff that that was shown there was some stuff that I was like cool or stuff where I was kind of like oh yeah I might check that out but to me it's just like Dragon Quest Monsters and um the the Super Mario Brothers Wonder the 2D Mario mm-hmm. game like that one looks really good like I'm sure I'll pick that one up but but yeah for me it's just Dragon Quest Monsters was like top tier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one in the Mario re- uh, RPG remake. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that like stood out that I'm not really thinking of. I mean, I liked, I look forward to Mario Kart, uh, Mario Kart rem- or uh, wave of DLC. And I already have Vampire Survivors on PC. I actually play it on Steam every now and then. And it's a lot of fun. So I was glad that more people are going to get to play it. Detective um, Pikachu actually is one is a, is the is another one that I think I've got pretty excited about there initially. Yeah, um, especially never, because my my kids and I love Pokemon, so um, so that'll be a fun one that we can all play together. And th- that one's been rumored um, for like six years. Like we're getting a Detective Pikachu too it has been like a thing for like forever. And yeah. then it was like one of those things that was seemingly confirmed, but like we never really heard anything about it for a long time. Yeah. And then it's like the fact that, uh, that is happening and it's coming out later this year is really exciting. Like that'll be a fun one. That's, that's the one I'm going to sandwich between infinity strash and uh, dragon quest monsters. I think is probably, uh, playing through the D- detective Pikachu this fall. Uh, see, I never played the original one on 3ds or seen the movie. So since I've never even seen the movie, I wasn't really, didn't really oh. care that much about it. So Okay, most people will tell you the movie sucks, and I did not watch the movie um, until earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. And it was actually not nearly as bad as I expected it to be, and I actually enjoyed it. Like, there was a lot of weird stuff in it and weird yeah. choices being made in the movie. Um, but I would also... If for you or anybody else who's only seen the movie or you're basing like your uh, ideas of this game off the movie, like I would advise against doing that. Like if you if you hated the movie, don't necessarily think you're going to hate the game or if you really love the movie, don't necessarily think that's what the game is going to be like. I mean, it's it's a detective Pikachu game. You're going to be solving some mysteries with a talking Pikachu. Um, who, judging by the Switch trailer, is a chain smoker. <laughs> yeah, and, and loves loves him some coffee. Uh, the yeah. uh, I was I was also initially interested in the Myth Force thing, the first person uh, like Saturday morning cartoon RPG thing. It looks like D- out, the eighties D and D eighties D and D cartoon, the uh, like He Man, all of that. And then I saw it was a roguelike, and I was like, Nah, I'm done. Uh, not gonna play that. Uh, I never even finished Persona 5, so the Tactica thing doesn't really get me. I'm really amazed they're doing the Batman Arkham Trilogy 
on Switch. That was um, surprising too, because it's like, look at these games that look really ugly now, and now they're even uglier. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way I was like, Switch is fine for that, but I, I've played them and like they're good, but it's kind of like releasing Skyrim on every console over and over again. It's like at some point, is there not diminishing returns on, are you really making money on doing this? And uh, so I wasn't really impressed by that. Sonic Superstars looked really good, but I don't like Sonic games. Like, I thought it was really pretty, and I'm like, that's a really good-looking uh, 2D Sonic game, but I don't play Sonic games, so. Yeah. So I've just not had fun with one in a long time. Uh, and maybe that one would change my mind. If there's a demo, I'll probably play it. But, um, but yeah, that one is uh, was one that I was like, I, I hope people like that one who really like Sonic. And uh, Gloomhaven was announced for the Switch, and yeah. uh, I really love the board game. And I have the digital version on PC uh, and have for a long time and played it for a while. And uh, the Steam version is really, really, really good. So, like, if you don't want to get into, like, this absurdly complex uh, board game, the digital version is really good. And honestly, if you do want to get into the board game, uh, especially with a second edition coming out, uh, maybe by the end of this year, it might be next year that they're revamping a bunch of it. But uh, one thing that I highly suggest is getting the digital version of it because it teaches you the rules better than the instruction booklet in the board game. That if you play through some of the initial missions and you learn how the game works, it's much easier to uh, understand how the game works than uh, trying to go through the rule book and uh, play it analog uh completely so i'm really excited that's coming out even though i already have it uh i'm glad people will be able to enjoy it yeah i think i think for me like uh, another thing from just the nintendo direct is stuff that wasn't shown like i was really hoping to get more uh stuff from those level five games that got announced like we had right. we had a fantasy life sequel which i was really pumped for there's deca police which i think looks fantastic there's a new Professor Layton. And so I fully expected, like ahead of the Nintendo Direct, to get at least some info on yeah. like, Professor Layton or some of these level five games. Um, and so I was a little disappointed that we didn't get any of that stuff because I'm a big sucker for level five games. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of amazed we didn't see Honkai Star Rail uh, on Switch that uh, as popular as... But we don't have Genshin Impact on there either. So... Uh, but I think that would be a game that would do well on Switch. Yeah, well, I don't think Honkai Star Rail has even been announced for Switch. Unlike Genshin Impact, where it was, but now it's been like three or four years. It's too, yeah, it's too late. Yeah, like it's 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 not coming to Switch. Maybe the next uh-uh. one, but I mean, I I like I don't think it's happening. If you've been yeah. waiting to play Genshin Impact on Switch these last like three <laughs> three years, yeah, um, like I just would give up already. Yeah, it it's not gonna happen. Grab it on mobile or uh, or PS five or PC. I mean, it plays well wherever you're playing on it. Honestly, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I'm gonna try to get this one up just a- immediately so that's nice and fresh right. after the Nintendo Direct. And while we are so excited for the Dragon Quest Monsters game, uh, remember you can chat with us over on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. And if you would like to talk to me personally, uh, you can find me at DragonQuaston 
Uh, also wanted to mention really, really quickly um, that I started a new season of JRPGs in me. I know it's been over two years, um, but I decided to come back with a new season. And those episodes uh, start airing on July 1st. Gonna be oh, doing, I didn't uh, know that. Way to tell me. Every uh, episodes every week there for a while. Um, right oh. now, not done with them all yet, but right now I have like 12, 12 episodes planned uh, for this season. I've got like four or five of them recorded already and quite a few more than that already like pre-written and ready to go. So um, if you. you liked that other podcast, then that starts in July. So you got a little while to get excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I had no idea. And you, once you listen to him on that, you can find me on Twitter at, at Professor Beej. You can talk to us on Discord at discord.geekdeekmedia.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. And we welcome you back next week when it turns into Final Fantasy 16 FM. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye, y'all.